Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Senapataratna. Grab your favorite drink, get a snack, and we'll get started. Today I have milk jelly, little gummies from Japan. They're not great, but you know, they'll do it, they'll do for a snack today. And I have my last fruit tea from Japan. I think it's blueberry, not real sure. Not a great taste, but that's okay. <laughs> Next snack and tea will be great. So let's get real. I want to share a little story about one of my times in Japan that was kind of an eye opener for me. And maybe I hope for you, it's kind of a good thing too. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> so we had the opportunity to go out with my sister's friend and her daughter. Her daughter was about the same age as Samantha. So it was really fun for them to get to know one another. Um, and so we went to a food court in Japan, which was really an experience. It was super fun. I got to order out of like a vending machine. I ordered a kid's meal. It was a ramen and it could have fed our entire family. Like I was like, this is a lot of food. Um, <laughs> but it was really fun. It was actually really fun to watch them make it too. Um, because you ordered out of a vending machine and then they brought the food to you. It was really a blast. Anyway, so we had this wonderful meal and afterwards her friend was like, I want to bring you to Osaka Tower. Now I had watched YouTube videos on Osaka, on Osaka Tower and I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not going up there. Because I knew watching it, they had glass elevators going up, which I don't like a regular elevator, and escalators with like no sides. Um, I mean, like sides of the escalators, but it's just kind of like freely out there escalators that go straight up. You know, not like mall kind of escalators, like these are hardcore. Anyway. <laughs> and then on the top is an... Um, an area that you can look out that just doesn't have any glass or anything. And I just know I'm afraid of heights. And so I knew I would not be any fun. I knew I'd actually be a bummer. And so I said, I'm not going to go up with you. You know, let's save the money. <laughs> That's really not why, but I, I just knew I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be fun for them. So I said, go have a great time. I'm on the third floor, which is high enough for me, actually a little too high. <laughs> So I sat on the ground for a little bit um, because there aren't benches. And then I found like a little movie theater area. I think that's what it was. I'm not 100% sure. There was like a little um, concession stand. I couldn't read what kind of food or drinks they had because I do not know Japanese. I did not learn enough to be enough kanji to be able to read. I learned enough to like know male, female for bathrooms, but that was about all I got <laughs> from my Duolingo situation. So I went up and ordered the only thing that I knew how to order, Coca-Cola. And so I said, Ichi Coca-Cola. So I got one Coca-Cola and I paid. It was because I had under I understood the money enough at that point when they said how much money I owed. I knew how to do that. So that worked. So I sat down and they had these teeny tiny little chairs because everything is teeny tiny and you got to love that, right? And so I got to look out at Osaka and Osaka is concrete. Like it is cement everywhere um, with a tree here or a tree there. They have these beautiful, really like 30 story apartment buildings that halfway up had full size trees in 
like as like their outdoor area because they don't have the trees on the ground they're like way up it was just it was gorgeous and so it was kind of raining that day and I'm watching this beautiful area that has like a water feature it's cement but it's like a little garden with and I say garden very loosely it was a concrete garden with like bridges and like little divots for the water to flow and it's people are cleaning it up can I just say Japan is one of the cleanest places I've ever been in my life like you cannot find a trash can to save your life but it is so clean you never see anything anywhere like it was like where do people put their trash? I know where I did. I put it in my backpack and carried it till we got home. Um, <laughs> but that's just what you have to do. And so I'm sitting up there and I'm listening to my audio books, of course, because I've got time to kill. So I put my audio book in. It was a very good one. I don't remember what it was because I listened to a lot while we were there because I can when you were on the train and no one could talk. So... <laughs> So I'm sitting there and all of a sudden four little boys that are probably between the ages of 10 and 12 come along. And there are four boys coming from school. They've got their backpacks and their uniforms on and much mischief starts to ensue. You know, there are four boys here that don't think anybody's watching them because they looked around. There's no one around except for the weird American that's up on the third floor that they do not see um, watching them. And so chaos is, becomes their reality. You know, they start air air fisting their fists and then sometimes they make contact with one another and they're pushing and they're shoving and jumping in the water and you know just it wasn't bad it wasn't anything negative it was just kind of fun to watch them acting as if no one can see them right uh, it was actually probably one of the most entertaining 15 minutes of my trip because it was so fun to watch boys that didn't think that they were being watched and so I was sitting there after they left and kind of sad that they had left because it was so fun to watch them just being completely uninhibited and <laughs> realized that it really kind of impacted me in a really strange way because I am so afraid of what people might say about how I act, right? Or there's, I always feel like there's judgment when people are watching me. You know, I hate to sit in the front of a church. It's something that causes me a lot of anxiety. And I realize that goes back to when we were, when I was the senior pastor's wife and people would make comments about what kind of nail polish I was wearing, you know, when I was raising my hands or whatever. And so I really love to sit in the back of church because then no one could look at the back of my head and watch me and I don't know they're watching, right? <laughs> and so I realized that I was not watching them in a, oh boy, what are these boys going to do? They're so naughty. You know, I wasn't looking at them in a negative way. I was just watching and thinking that is hilarious. This is super fun to watch and just a blast. And I realized that I had a lot of joy watching them just kind of fumble around and be 12 year old boys. And I felt like that's what God was saying to me. As I just was like, Lord, I really feel like you look down at me and go, Oh, Jenny, you are hilarious. 
you think no one's watching you. You think no one is listening to what you're saying. And I'm watching it all. And I'm not up here judging you. I'm not up here going, you're a horrible person. You didn't do that right. Um, You didn't walk across the bridge appropriately. You are just doing things the way you know how to do them and do them as best as you can. And I love you for that. And so it was just a real freedom for me. It was a freedom that I have tried to stay within the lines all the time. You know, there's that saying that says, dance like nobody's watching. And I'm like, but there's always someone watching, right? (laughs) There's always someone watching. And so I am very careful. Uh, Even right now, I'm like even very careful how what I say, what I do, because I don't want to be in Walmart and have someone see me and think, wow, she really doesn't love Jesus, you know, (laughs) because there are moments that you get really frustrated. So one of the things that I've changed in my life since I had Samantha is I'm a very impatient driver. It is not something that I'm, I I really, I've tried, I've tried to be loving and supporting to the people around me. And I, it's just it's really hard I'm just not a patient driver it really frustrates me when people break the rules because I'm like do you not like did did you not pass the driver's test do you not know that this is the rule like you're supposed to stop at a stop sign like you know those kind of pieces and so I grew up and my father was a very aggressive driver that's who he was and got very mad and would scream and yell and call people names when he was driving and so I didn't want to have that be a part of what my daughter learned from me and so I have learned to talk to people in the car yes it is full real I wish it weren't (laughs) and I will be like sweetie I understand that you are not in as big of a hurry as I am, but 55 is a speed limit. So I would really love if you'd like put your foot on the gas just a little bit. We'll all go the same speed limit. It will be fine. And then we can get there. It's okay. So like, let's just put your foot on the gas a little. And that is what I say in the car. It is probably maybe sarcastic because I'm trying not to be like, are you kidding me here? Um, <laughs> and so I will be like, hey, you do know there was a stop sign. Like, maybe, maybe you missed it. It's okay. Like, you'll be fine. But you didn't, mi- you missed the stop sign. Um, And so those are the kind of things I say in the car, because I know that I'm being watched, right? I know that my daughter is watching what I'm saying, and her friends are hearing what I'm saying. And so I say it in the car when I'm by myself now. <laughs> Me and the dog are like, um, yeah, th- th- there's there's a reason that there's a line in the middle of the road. That line is for us to stay between. And, you know, honey, it's OK. You can you can stay between the lines. It's OK. You'll be fine. Like if you do that, it makes the whole process a lot better. And so that's what I'll say to the driver ahead of me as I'm trying not to like, you know, are you kidding me? Um, like my father would have done. So I have really tried to like color within the lines in my life and watching these four boys um, act like boys would when no one's watching. I realized that now I'm not going to change the habit of trying to be kind with my voice and with my attitude towards other people as I'm driving. But I also realized that I need to maybe step out and be a little bit more 
of who I am and stop worrying about um, what people are seeing. Because, you know, you're never, I am never at a grocery store. Maybe you are, I don't know. But I'm never at a grocery store at Walmart. And I look at a toddler and they're screaming bloody murder. And they're in the cart or they're standing next to the mom and they're screaming and they're screaming. And I never go, boy, that's a horrible parent. I never think that because I was there. You know, there were times that Samantha was tired or she had an ear infection or whatever was going on. And I had to go to the store to get what we needed to get. And she's screaming bloody murder. And I knew I wasn't a bad parent. You know, (laughs) I knew that I was doing the best I could do. And there's nothing you can do about a screaming toddler right? I don't have a judgment for them. I'm like, it's okay, honey. In fact, yesterday I saw someone at Walmart and her kid was screamed all the way from the registers all the way to their car and was just hysterical. And I looked at the mom and I was like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. We we get it. I, I understand she's upset and that it's frustrating to her. She doesn't think this is a great idea either. And so I have grace for people. I know that what is going on in their lives does not always um, come out in a beautiful way, right? (laughs) I know when we're at church, I may not have the energy to talk to everybody I want to talk to because I am drained and I am not as friendly as I think I should be. And so I feel like I have grace for other people. And that day when I was watching those four-year-olds, I realized that God has grace for me too. That he loves me even when I'm acting a fool. (laughs) And so I just wanted to encourage you with that today. I don't know what this is going to mean for you, but for me, it gave me freedom. For me, it was God loves me even when I'm acting like nobody's watching, even when I are, I am making mistakes and I'm not doing everything correctly. God loves me and thinks, you know, Jenny, you're doing your best. It's okay. You know, and of course he wants you to grow and there are consequences for different things. Like I get that, but there's also the grace that we need to show one another and that God shows us. And I just think that's a really fun place to live. Well, that is all I have for today. You can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram, Facebook, and Be Real. You can also find me at ChristConnection.cc. All of my info is there. I'm super excited about what God's doing right now around the world and teaching me that being authentic is a tough but really important piece. And so I just pray as you walk into this week that you will find the grace for other people and the grace for yourself that God gives us. Have a great week.